It's Thursday, January 16, 2020. Climate change threatens every living thing on this planet. We have got to take on the fossil fuel industry and all of their lies. I would declare a state of emergency on day one on climate. When we do this, we have to make sure uh, that we make people whole. We can create millions of good paying jobs. The question is, how are we going to make sure any of this actually gets done? Great question. Green News reports special coverage. Climate change pervades the final Democratic presidential debate before 2020 voting begins. All of that pervasion and more. Is that a word? Straight ahead from Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Climate change has come to America from coast to coast. Coast to coast. Or as it will be called in 20 years, Cincinnati to Denver. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Well, okay, Desi Doyen, you have been begging for it for years, and I think you finally got it. Climate change issues were just throughout the entire presidential debate on Tuesday night. Yeah, that's pretty good news. Climate change is no longer an outlier in presidential debates, at least in the Democratic presidential primary Mm. so far. It was a running theme in the debate in Des Moines, Iowa on Tuesday, where polls show climate change is among the voters' top priorities. There was a really good chunk dedicated to climate change in the debate itself, and the six candidates frequently raised the issues of climate and environmental justice themselves. Even when they weren't being asked about it. Exactly. In a section on international trade, for example, independent Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders said he's voting against President Trump's new USMCA trade agreement with Mexico and Canada because it doesn't even mention the words climate change. And given the fact that climate change is right now the greatest threat facing this planet, I will not vote for a trade agreement that does not incorporate very, very strong principles to significantly lower fossil fuel emissions uh, in the world. Billionaire businessman turned climate activist Tom Steyer, who brought climate change into nearly all of his answers, agreed with Bernie Sanders on the need to incorporate climate targets into every facet of U.S. policy. We cannot put climate on the back seat all the time and and say, we're going to sign this one more deal. We're going to do one more thing without putting climate first. If anyone's going to buy their way into this race as he did, well... At least he's fighting our climate crisis. South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg raised the issue of environmental justice when he was asked if he would use federal funding to relocate communities, farms and factories, which are still reeling from the record floods in the Midwest this past spring. We are going to have to use federal funds to make sure that we are supporting those whose lives will inevitably be impacted further. And that disproportionately happens to black and brown Americans, which is why equity and environmental justice have to be at the core of our climate Thank plan. Thank you, Mayor Buttigieg. Former Vice President Joe Biden focused on the jobs boom that would be generated in an economy-wide investment in climate-resilient green infrastructure. Biden also told farmers in Iowa how climate policies would help them, too. We're the only 
only country in the world that's ever take great crisis and turn it into great opportunity. And one of the ways to do it is with farmers here in Iowa by making them the first group in the world to get to net zero emissions by paying them for planting and absorbing carbon in their fields. Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota was the only candidate to mention a price on carbon emissions. And she also differentiated her policies from her fellow candidates by rejecting the idea of a ban on fracking. When it comes to uh, the issue of fracking, I actually see uh, natural gas as a transition fuel to where we get to carbon neutral. Carbon neutral by 2045 to 2050. But environmental groups say that expanding fracking in the United States will entrench long-lasting fossil fuel infrastructure for decades. And that could make that carbon neutral target by 2050 difficult, if not impossible, to achieve. Finally, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren focused on tackling corruption and breaking the stranglehold of corporations in government as crucial to enacting meaningful climate policy. Industry came in and said we can make big money if we keep them divided and make no change. Priority number one has to be taking back our government from the corruption. That is the only way we will make progress on climate. So the good news is all of the Democratic presidential candidates clearly get it on the need to act swiftly on climate change. That's in contrast to the climate science denier currently in the White House. The other good news is that all of those who are raising hell about this, it's finally getting heard, at least by the Democrats. Yep. For much more on this story and the many we couldn't get to today because of our special coverage, please stop by our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And our thanks to those of you who support our work by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Let's go!